Hello, and welcome to the Dairy Defined podcast. Today we speak with Laura Lee Schultz. Laura Lee milks 60 registered Holsteins and manages more than 200 acres at Millar Moore Farm in Orangeville, Illinois. The Prairie Farms member is very active in community leadership and has a special interest in teaching kids about agriculture, including interactions with school children through the Adopt a Cow program, a free years-long virtual experience where students care for a calf and interact with a dairy farmer. But today we're talking to her about why she is this year's chair of NMPF's Young Cooperators program, which develops the next generation of dairy leadership. She'll be in Washington next month for the YC Fly-In in conjunction with NMPF's board meeting. Welcome, Laura Lee. Well, thanks for having me on. So people can do a lot with their lives, Laura Lee. Why are you a dairy farmer? Well, that's a great question. I did not actually initially plan to get into dairy farming. Um, my grandparents have always dairied, and I always enjoyed it, but it was more of a summer hobby. Um, and I went to Iowa State, where I double majored in economics and agricultural business, while I minored in animal science and journalism. And, you know, I was kind of thinking about going into ag marketing or communications, something in that field. And then in 2006, my grandparents actually moved their dairy basically from the suburb of Chicago to our current location in Orangeville. And um, that just kind of opened up a lot of new opportunities. My grandpa um, had commented that he wished I would be able to join them in the new location. And I really just couldn't pass up the opportunity to turn, you know, what had been a hobby into a career where I could learn from some of the best in the business, my grandparents. So before you committed to the dairy farm, you had some interesting work experiences. Uh, can you share some of those with us? Sure. Well, I had um, three really different internships while I was in college, uh, and they all taught me different things. Um, my first internship was with Horde Dairyman as an editorial intern, and I got to spend the summer traveling all over, writing articles for the magazine. Um, and that was just a great experience meeting with all different types of people. And I think that really taught me to um, be curious, you know, ask questions and also learn how to listen, I guess. And then my next internship that I did was uh, with the USDA Foreign Ag Service. And I was actually um, an intern in an ag trade office in Guangzhou, China for four months. Uh, and that was really just totally opened my eyes up to how truly global our industry is. A lot of what I did there did focus on the dairy industry. And it just was amazing to me to learn how so many systems work together um, to get food where it needs to go around the world. And I also really gained um, an appreciation for the reputation that U.S. ag products have around the world um, for their quality and safety, that people really do value that. Uh, and then my final internship was actually in an ag marketing office, which is what I kind of thought that I would be interested in going into. And I sat at a desk all day, every day, um, wasn't really challenged enough. And I decided that really wasn't what I wanted to do. And so, you know, the dairy farming option um, seemed to be something that would be a continuous challenge for me and allow me to work with my family and with the cattle that have always been a really important part of my life. Let's, let's back up to Guangzhou for, for a minute. Um, it's World Milk Day this week. 
Tell me a little bit more about what you learned there about dairy and, and the importance of, of U.S. agriculture and U.S. dairy farmers to the world. China is really struggling to feed their population right now. I mean, I think they're trying really hard to improve their systems. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, they, at least when I was there, the U.S. really had a competitive edge as far as the quality and safety of the products. You know, I think there just really is a lot of demand there for dairy products. You know, it's not something that they've necessarily traditionally consumed, and they maybe don't consume it in the same way that we do in the U.S., but, you know, they don't eat a lot of cheese, for example, but they love their ice cream, you know, drinkable yogurt, and they also incorporate a lot of um, dried milk and some other um, different bakery products and such. So you have a perspective on, on global agriculture through some of your previous work. Um, and now you're in the U.S., you're part of the system. Um, but you're, you're a younger farmer, 38 years old, and you're a beginner farmer. And you're a smaller farmer. And these are all challenges. How, right. how do you meet these challenges and how are they different from what a more established producer might face? Yeah, well, I think, you know, every dairy farmer has different challenges. You know, as many dairy farmers as you'll talk to is as many challenges as you'll come up with. Um, but one thing for me that has been um, interesting is just navigating the relationship between the generations um, here on the farm. Uh, you know, it's a little bit different that it's my grandparents' farm versus my parents' farm that I'm working on. And so it's just kind of that balancing act of having respect and appreciation for all the past hard work and uh, great ideas that have gone into the business. Uh, and then also being able to implement the changes that I would like to see going forward. We have a beautiful facility here. Uh, it's a very labor intensive facility, um, but it is a little bit challenging to be able to make investments uh, without owning the land. And that's something that isn't going to happen in this generation for now. I think it's true of many young farmers that, you know, we find it hard to continually invest in our businesses and make the improvements that we want when profitability in the dairy industry is so variable. And, you know, a lot of us are raising young families. And so there's just a lot of moving parts there, um, you know, compared to some other businesses that don't have those wild swings in profitability from year to year. And so next month, you go to the halls of Congress. In fact, it's going to be within a couple of weeks. You're the chair of the mm -hmm. YCs. They're doing their fly-in. These are members of Congress. These are policymakers. Given your experience and your challenges, it's a farm bill year. What mm -hmm. do Congress members of Congress need to hear from, from the NMPF YCs? There's a few things I'm hoping to highlight while we're there. Uh, and one is the Dairy Pride Act. Uh, and that is relating to milk labeling and removing some of the confusion um, around that. Uh, you know, as a new mom, for example, it's hard to be able to know what to feed your family and know exactly what you're getting. And I think for a lot of consumers, when they see dairy alternatives, in their minds, they're thinking that that's nutritionally equivalent, and that's just not true. And so I think we 
really need to provide some clarity to consumers around that um, through the Dairy Pride Act and some of those labeling issues. Another issue that, you know, kind of near and dear to my heart is trade. You know, we're moving towards 20% of our milk in this country being exported. And I think that we really need to make sure that we're retaining and growing our access to market. You know, there's a lot going on in the world right now. And I'd hate for us to lose some of the progress that we've made if dairy becomes a pawn in some of these geopolitical disagreements. And then also sustainability, you know, that's kind of going to be a big part of the farm bill. I think everybody wants to be able to do our part in making a better environment, you know, for future generations, reducing greenhouse gas emissions. And, you know, farmers really are the experts at doing more with less. Uh, We're constantly gaining efficiencies. You know, I don't think we can be expected to continue to um, shoulder that burden alone. Um, It's going to take some collaboration in order to make the changes um, that we'd like to, to be able to do things like putting carbon back in our soils and improving our air and water quality. So we're going to need some support from our legislators to make that happen. So those are all some pretty important and, and worthy topics. Beyond dairy farming, is is there another message that you want to be able to share with lawmakers as, as someone who's living in rural America? I just would like to remind lawmakers that at the end of the day, uh, if we want to retain uh, the talented young people that we have in our rural communities, we really need to make sure that we're investing in those communities, You know, making sure we have things like good schools, access to health care, quality and affordable child care. And I think that's all going to be important. Um, I think rural communities are the backbone of our country and um, keeping those strong is going to help the entire food system. Well, and a lot of fixtures of those rural communities are are the the local dairy co-op. You're a Prairie Farms member. What would you tell other beginning farmers about the value of being engaged at the co-op level and beyond through programs like the YCs? You know, I think it is important that we look beyond our own farms. It's easy to just be in our individual bubbles. And, you know, obviously there's so many things that we're dealing with every single day. It's hard to take that step, you know, beyond the farm gate um, to be involved. But at the end of the day, if if we don't do it, our voices aren't going to be heard. And we want to be in the rooms where decisions are being made. Uh, And so I think it is really important for us, you know, if we can, to take a step beyond our own farms and make sure that the whole uh, dairy industry is going to be successful long term. And I think that's what programs like the Young Cooperators are really doing is helping ensure the future leadership of the dairy industry. Anything else our listeners need to know today? One topic that I've always found important is um, the role of women in leadership in agriculture. Um, There's been some research done at the University of Wisconsin that shows that women only make up about 7% of rural cooperative leadership in the U.S., but we also know that women are at least 30% of decision makers on farms, and that number is just continuing to grow. So I just want to encourage other women to you know, take that step. I know it's kind of hard to, sometimes you don't necessarily feel qualified, but if we don't do things that we're maybe slightly underqualified for, we're never going to grow ourselves. Uh, and I think it's really important to have our voices heard. So just want to encourage everybody to 
know that they can be involved in leadership and make a difference. We're speaking with Laura Lee Schultz of Orangeville, Illinois, who is a member of the Prairie Farms Cooperative and this year's chair of NMPF's Young Cooperators Program. Laura Lee, thanks so much for joining us today. Well, thank you so much for having me. To learn more about NMPF's National YC program, go to our website, nmpf.org, and look for it under Programs. And for more of the Dairy Defined podcast, you can find and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Music under the name Dairy Defined. We'll talk again soon.